Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed for Wednesday the 30th of August. I am Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed, a daily physical education podcast where I share my reflections, my tips, techniques and strategies for delivering physical education with purpose. Thanks for joining us today on this Wednesday, the 30th of August. Um, today, as those people who have been listening, you would know that we are, I am currently starting a brand new job here in British Columbia, Canada at Meadow Ridge School, an independent IB K-12 school where I will be teaching grade 2 to 5 physical education as well as being the head of department for the PHE department. We're currently in our uh, back to school teacher orientation week. We're halfway through the week or over the hump now, uh, two more days. And uh, if you've been listening, you will have known that we have been sitting in a lot of meetings, planning meetings, uh, curriculum meetings, uh, logistical meetings, getting things ready for the upcoming school year, which will start on Tuesday after Labor Day. Now today, uh, more teacher meetings this morning with the primary years program division of the school where we were looking at some collaborative planning and we're also looking at portfolios um, and then this afternoon spent some time with my PE team uh, going over some facilities issues and looking at uh, spaces and where we're going to be teaching for the first four weeks of the year. Um, so as I said, um, in our PYP meeting today, we spent a bit of time looking at portfolios. So I want to speak a little bit about portfolios um, and sort of how I've done portfolios in the past and some different uh, options that exist out there for portfolios. Now, I think the main purpose of a portfolio, whether it be in physical education or in any subject for that uh, matter, is really just as a collection of evidence of student learning. Now, it was interesting to see some of the portfolios that exist at the school um, and the different ways that different teachers were using portfolios. Um, I was shown by some of the teachers at Meadow Ridge some uh, traditional paper portfolios where um, student work was entered in um, and in the lower end of the school there were some learning stories which were being done by the kindergarten and grade one classes and then in the uh, upper grades of the primary years program uh, they were using some digital portfolio tools and I'll talk a little bit about the tool that they were using a little bit later on um, and I know that the middle years program the middle school and high school are currently looking at e-portfolios um, and how they're going to implement those so as I said for me a portfolio should um, include evidence of student learning now in a physical education setting I think the best way of doing that is often through photographs or videos. Now, it was interesting to see that uh, my previous, or the previous head of department, the previous primary years um, program PE teacher at the school, had implemented um, what some people call a sport folio. Now, this is a um, basically a physical education portfolio, and uh, it was interesting to take a look at the the sport folio that she had created and what she had included in it. Now. For me, um, it was fantastic. It really gave me a snapshot of what the students had been learning and what sort of things go on um, in the physical education program at Metteridge. But the first thing that jumped out at me was that it seemed to be a lot of assessment pieces. Now, this showed for me uh, definite growth in student learning. It showed me students understanding at grade two level, grade three level, grade four, and grade in five. In 300 meters, turn left on Highway 15. You can see that I'm on my drive home. Uh, there's my 
GPS telling you which way to go. Um, so yeah, it definitely showed um, a lot of different uh, evidence of student learning. Turn left on Highway 15. There we go, turning left on Highway 15. Uh, it showed me uh, a lot of different evidence of student learning, but it didn't really show me any pictures, um, which was disappointing to me. So something that I wanna focus on um, as we move forward is making sure we get that visual evidence of student learning, whether it be photographs or pictures. So in discussions with some of the other uh, classroom teachers today, uh, we talked about the role of this portfolio and how that um, fit with the other types of portfolios that teachers were creating for their students. And through that conversation, I think what we've decided is that the portfolio, while it is a fantastic piece of, of evidence of student learning, it would probably be better served if those pieces were included in the student's main portfolios. Um, it seems that the portfolios really um, stay in the gym they don't really get shared out that often it's, it's really at the end of that um that time probably they're shared during um student-led conferences or parent-teacher conferences but if we wanted to actually um show the transdisciplinary nature of um the international baccalaureate primary years program that um, we think that it would be better served that those assessment pieces um, or those pieces of evidence of student learning were shared um, in the students' portfolios, their classroom portfolios that are shared with parents. Now, as I said, that could take place, um, whether it be a printed photograph in a paper portfolio, um, whether it's a QR code that links to a photograph or a video, um, or in the upper grades that are using digital portfolios that um, I'm able to just directly contribute to those digital portfolios. Now, I said earlier that the grade fours and fives at the school were using digital portfolios and they had a tool that they were using. The tool that they were using is called FreshGrade. Now, I hadn't seen FreshGrade before. It is uh, something that was developed locally here in British Columbia by some students at Simon Fraser University. Um, and it's a fantastic little tool. It allows, uh, there's three different apps. There's a student app, a parent app, and a teacher app. And it allows the teacher just to directly upload things into the app, photographs, um, evidence of student work, videos, audio recordings, um, and then automatically tag students in it um, and then that gets pushed out via notifications to the parents. Now, from my understanding, it sounds very, very similar to Seesaw. Now, Seesaw is another app that um, I know has gained a lot of traction in the physical education space recently and in the general education space as being a tool that is has been used for portfolios. So if you've seen Seesaw before, you know how Seesaw works, then you might get a bit of an idea of what FreshGrade is like and how FreshGrade um, is or can be used by um, students and teachers and parents. So that's something that I'm hoping to be able to use a little bit this year with the grade fours and fives. Um, it's as simple as those those classroom teachers giving me access as a teacher to be able to add to student portfolios. Um, in my previous school in Singapore, if uh, you've been following the website for a little while, you'll know that we use Google Apps um, as a way of uh, creating all the students creating student portfolios. Now that was um, done through the students having Google Drive accounts and then collecting evidence in Google Drive and then embedding them on a Google site portfolio. It worked really well, the, the, the fact that the Google Drive and Google Sites worked really well together. However, um, it was, there were barriers for it as well. So um, as much as it was a, as a good system, there were, there were some barriers and I think that's going to exist with any portfolio system. There's going to be things that work really well with it. There's going to be things that aren't so great about it as well. So I think, as I said, as long as we're focusing on that intention of collecting evidence of student learning and evidence of student progress over time, and I think a combination of visual, um, 
written work, videos, audio, it really doesn't matter the media as long as uh, we're collecting evidence of what the students are doing and it, it's a really fantastic piece, especially for advocacy in PE. Um, it really gives people, especially if you're using video and photo, um, that window into the gym, parents get to see what's happening um, in the physical education classes. So portfolios um, was a focus today and that's why I wanted to share with you um, my thoughts on portfolios and how I've used portfolios in the past. I'll continue to share um, how things are going in progress with portfolios as we get through the year and we see um, the systems that are working in different grade levels and different classes, um, what's working, what's not, and different um, techniques and strategies um, for um, creating student portfolios. Um, so as I said, there are a number of tools out there you can use. It, it is really gonna be what tool works best for you in your situation with your students, depending on the technology, depending on the culture of the school. Um, so I guess for today, that is the Daily Phys Ed. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my directions on the way home from my GPS. Uh, I've been using Waze and I'm really enjoying using that app uh, to help me get to and from work and find out where the traffic hotspots are. So until tomorrow, uh, I am Nathan Horn from IPZ. This has been the Daily Phys Ed for Wednesday, the 30th of August. Until tomorrow, stay happy, stay healthy and stay active.